I am the very talented and suave, huh? Right, suave Vic Sahai from TV's Chuck, and you are indeed, in fact, weirdly, listening to The Zone with Tim McCoy. Yes. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. What? What is this bullcrap? The following recording, commonly known as a podcast, contains language that has been designated by someone, somewhere along the line, profanity. It's just not safe, people. However, it is a great deal tamer than our usual. This podcast will contain explicit language in five, four, three, However, two, it is a great deal tamer than our usual shit. We have... Good morning, Mr. American. All the ships In radio, sound is a rather important ingredient. I'm on your frequency dial, and they can be tuned in. We're doing it for Betty, Mary Jo, Linda, Julie, the gang down at Ray's Auto Upholstery, and, well, the list is too long. Well, like, do you know any station that plays Indian music? Captain said he'd caution all of our people not to use radio transmitters. The right radio frequency could take out this entire block. Have you a radio program coming in right now? I think it's the best show on the air ever that has been. I could listen to you all night. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. The features so many of our listeners wait for it today. Episode 607. This is The Zone with Tim McCoy. I am Tim McCoy. Next to me is my wife, Joan. Say hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Welcome to the show. This episode is called Colonel Scary for two simple reasons. It's Halloween, and we have a colonel in the show. That's right. Our interview with Colonel John Casey. That's right. Adam S. Baldwin. And that's coming up in this first part of the show. After some music, of course, we're just not going to give it away. This is Halloween, Halloweeny. It's the land of the pumpkins, home of the freaks, land of the, the, the pra- depraved, <laughs> or land of the freaks, home of the depraved. There That's you it. go. That's, That's how you say it. And uh, it's going to be one of those type of shows. Um, we're going to tell you all kinds of really terrible horror stories in this episode. <laughs> And I think you're going to be totally amazed by how much Halloween music we have dug from the 1930s. Oh, yeah. Wow, I like to go back into the time capsule and really pick up some information and put it in your old trick-or-treat bag this year. Oh, a trick-or-treat bag of time. Of time. It's not (laughs) like last year. You know, every year is different here in the zone when we do Halloween. Right, right, Joan? Absolutely. We don't go with the old stuff. Yeah, we, we venture forward. That's right. We don't need no education. No. We, we don't, don't need, need no, no thought, thought control. control. But what we do need is an opening song by Alice Cooper. Mm. A little cold Ethel for you. He likes to make love to dead chicks. <laughs> to McCoy. Right here in the zone. 
episode 607 this is colonel scary and um we got the adam baldwin interview coming up adam baldwin who plays colonel john casey in a brand new season the very last brand new season season five of chuck on nbc fridays now at 7 p.m central 8 p.m east coast and 420 on the west coast of course (laughs) it's always that way hey it's time for a Guess what, Joan? Guess what it's what, time what, for? What, what, yeah. what? Mailbag. Mailbag day, mailbag day. Hey, everybody, it's mailbag day. Ooh, exploding mailbag day. <laughs> yeah, I think we got a letter from Baldwin there. Anyway, we have uh, this uh, email, and it comes from John Hennessy in uh, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Well, it's just right down the street from our studios here in Minnesota. And it reads, um, Dear uh, Tim and Joan, you're in the zone. Oh, that's pretty cool. It rhymes and everything. Oh, cute. Um, I know it's Halloween time, and this is not necessarily a Halloween song, but uh, I heard this done once before, and maybe you can help me out and play it. It's a song about some bizarre chicken fetish you know, loving some dead chickens there. <laughs> Just like Alice Cooper and Ethel. <laughs> Ethel, yes. Can, can I hear the Fool's song, Psycho Chicken? Why, well, yes, you can. <laughs> Here it is, In the Zone. Qu'est-ce que Well, he's not saying anything. 
I plucked him once, why pluck him again? Psycho chicken, what the fuck? Doctor, I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor he told me what to do. He said that. I told the witch doctor you didn't love me true. I told the witch doctor you didn't love me nice. He gave me this advice and said that You keep in love from me just like you were a miser And I'll admit I wasn't very smart So I went out and found myself a guy that's so much wiser And he taught me the way to win your heart My friend, the witch doctor, he taught me what to say. My friend, the witch doctor, he taught me what to do. I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bing bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bang bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bing bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bang bang. You've been keeping love from me just like you were a miser, and I'll admit I wasn't very smart. So I went out and found myself a guy that's so much wiser And he taught me the way to win your heart My friend, the witch doctor, he taught me what to say My friend, the witch doctor, he taught me what to do 
I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you, oh baby. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bing bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bang bang. Come on in. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bing bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting tang, walla walla bing bang. Is the zone. John Stewart! Oh my god! Oh my god! John Stewart! I'm in the zone. The zone. I just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bill started ringing and changed right loud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. Still I made up in my mind to stay Nothing was gonna drive me away When I seen something to give me the creep Had one big eye and a two big feet I stood right still and I did the free He did the scroll right up to me Say you'll be here when the morning comes Say yes, I'll be here when the morning comes I'll be right here and I ain't gonna run I bought this house, now you know I'm boss Ain't no hang gonna run me on Kitchen, my stove was a blazing hot. The coffee was a boiling in the pot. The grease had melted in my hand. I had a hunk of meat in my hand. From outer space, that sat a man on a hot stove with the pots and That's hot, I began to shout He drank a hot coffee right from the spout He ate the raw meat right from my head Yankovic. <laughs> Hello, I'm Weird Al Yankovic in the zone. Thanks, Al. My pleasure.
Sandwich with cheese. <gasps> Back from the dead. Spinal Tap. Oh, scary. Wow. And oh. speaking of Spinal Tap, coming up on 11 11 11. Yes. November 11th of this year, WTFR 128K Stereo. Find it on our webpage. We're going to be doing a live broadcast the entire day from 11 11 a.m. <laughs> Until 11, 11 p.m. And it's all going to be Spinal Tap music, kids. In celebration of Nigel Tufnell Day, 
because it goes up to 11. This goes to 11. <laughs> All hosted by Pitt Turpin. I think you're going to get a kick out of that, children. I really, really do. It's what did, and what did we hear before that? Oh, before that. We, uh, uh, before Spinal Tap. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we heard uh, Jumpin' Green... J- Jumpin' Gene Simmons uh, with Haunted House. Now that's a totally different Gene Simmons. And before that, David Seville with Witch Doctor. And we started the set off with The Fool's Psycho Chicken. Uh, You know what? No, what? It is that scary time again, children. Yes, it is. For another one of our interviews with Adam Baldwin. Is the line? Is the... are Are we good? Go ahead there, Cliff. Is it good? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, it's not a good connection, but uh, uh, you can fucking try it. Okay. Hello? Hello. That's Tim? Yeah, this is Tim. Adam here. Are you having a little time delay? Uh, what? Wow. Are, are you having a time delay? What do you mean? Like a, a lag on the phone. No, I'm just, your, your level is very low. We're going to start recording here in a bit. You're watching the Bears game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And you're rooting for the Bears. Yeah. On the phone with me is someone who has been working continuously since 1980. I'm talking about the man who has done movies like Full Metal Jacket and is now currently in Chuck playing John Casey. That's right. I'm talking to Adam Baldwin. Hello, Adam. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for your being here, especially on this particular day when we're recording. I, it, it means a lot to me. Oh, well... There you go. Okay. The opening standard question. What could have gone so terribly wrong in your life that you chose acting? I feel blessed to have uh, been given this uh, career uh, 30 plus years. So I don't I don't look at it as something going wrong. It's, uh, this is, I've been in, involved with it since fifth grade. Drama class. So, I don't know. But, you know, goofing around in, with my brother's. To the Three Stooges. <laughs> Beautiful. When I was when I was little, you know, maybe it's just in my blood. I don't know. I, I can't complain. Well, you're very good at it. You do a real good job. I'm telling you, uh, in almost everything you've ever done. My moments. You've had your moments. <laughs> what What are some of the, the the best moments in your career that stand out to you? You talk too much. <laughs> I talk too much. You're just supposed to ask the questions and let me talk. Okay, I will do that then. Here we go. <laughs> I noticed that the majority of your characters, you played military-based characters. Uh, were you ever in the military, and are these the type of characters that y- appeal to you the most? Not necessarily. They, I'm, I'm honored to have been given the opportunity to portray guys in the military, but I have highest regard and respect for people who serve our country, but mm-hmm. um, it's not something that I think mm-hmm. I only do. Yeah. I have done other things. It's just, you know... You take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I know a lot of Chuck fans out there are presumed followers of Firefly, which to me, you should have had more seasons. I really thought that was great. About uh, how, how do you think Fedak and Schwartz cast you because of your character on Firefly? Uh, I don't know for sure, but certainly Jane Cobb wasn't. He wasn't in the military. He was an <laughs> unconscientious objector. <laughs> Over the years, you've done a lot of voice acting for video games and series. Is this something you actively pursue? Well, it's, it's again, it's an opportunity that, that arises in the course of you know, working with agents. They provide 
audition material and you go in and you read and you either get it or you don't or you get offered it straight up. So take it as it comes. Okay. We got a uh, matter of fact, I do have a question from Vic Sahai in California. And he says, at Comic-Con, you stated that you wanted Vic Sahai dead. Now, do, do you mean Lester Patel or Vic Sahai? Who's Vic? Who? <laughs> you know, that's exactly how I thought you'd react to that question. <laughs> the difference. Or, oh, God, you talk too much. Let me, hey, tell you what, let me interview you. When did you get started in radio? I got started in radio in 1979. Oh, what drew you to it? I just thought it was something very interesting to get into. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I, let, hey, tell you what, guys. Let's scrap this interview today because the Bears game is on, and uh, let's let, let's do this another time, okay? Because this, this, what, this isn't what, working. What, hello? What? Did did he just hang up on us? Wow. Um, in in our studios right now is my lawyer, Clara. Clara. Um, what do you think about just that us being cut off? He's a punk. What? He's a punk. Oh, okay. Is there um, anything legally we can do to get him to finish this interview? Kiss his ass? No, I don't think so. Give him money? No, that's against the law. We can't do that. Beg him to come back? That's like kissing his ass. No, I don't want to do that. Well, anyway, that was Adam Baldwin, kids. Um, geez, he just hung up on us. I hope the Bears won. We're going to be back after this. The Zone. This is what we play. I don't give a damn. I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. A little bit of everything plays here. The Zone. The Zone. The Zone. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. You're too old for costumes, but too young to resist free candy. So you don a hooded sweatshirt, grab an empty pillowcase, and start ringing doorbells at 9.30 p.m. And you don't even say trick or treat. You've got us by the short hairs, Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. Because if you don't get a Snickers bar, we'll get a dozen eggs smashed against our final sighting. And you're a little extortion. And don't even think about smashing our pumpkins. Where do you live anyway? Yeah. So the next time you're power washing pumpkin pieces off your car because you said no to four pimply thugs in street clothes, raise your hose in salute to Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener, a real American hero. Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. Trick or treat. Oh, hello, kids. Wow, is that a Spider-Man costume? A Harry Potter? A Buzz Lightyear? Wait just a second. Are you a major international entertainment conglomerate? You may not know it, but there are thousands of little kids 
running around Halloween night wearing your unauthorized intellectual property. Bernie Frivolous, attorney at law. Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me a frivolous lawsuit. Only one lawyer's willing to make young children cry in the name of copyright protection. That lawyer is Bernie Frivolous. I promise not to candy coat your case. I'll haunt these pint-sized plagiarizers and scare the stolen images right off of them. Call the Frivolous Law Firm today. I'm Bernie Frivolous. Let's do a trick-or-treater together. Hey, you little brats. Quit throwing eggs at me. I'll sue you. That's Nick Nerf. is a real Geico customer, not a paid celebrity. So to help tell his story, we hired an actual celebrity, Frankenstein. It was a rainy night when I got into my accident. <laughs> It got real crazy when gas started leaking and my car burst into flames. But Geico took care of me, even though my car looked like it was destroyed by an angry mob. Geico. Real service, real safety. Welcome back to the Radio Shopping Club. I'm your host, David. Hey, listen. Play it safe and screen your kids' Halloween candy before they eat it. Do this through the RSC Halloween Candy Inspection Program. Now, send us all their candy, and what we will do is personally inspect every piece. Now, that kid uh, crying in the background, that's Tommy. That's that's one of our operator's kids. It's a, mm, okay. I'm inspecting his candy right now, and he is sobbing with gratitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This Snickers bar tastes safe to me, so he can eat the other half in the knowledge that it hasn't been tampered with. All right. Mm-hmm. Come on, Tommy. For your own good now. <laughs> wow. Milky Way. Always my favorite. Hmm. I don't know about this one, though. No, something tastes a little off about this. I better test it again. Still not sure. Can't tell. Well, you know... Better safe than sorry. That's why if you send us any Halloween candy we're not 100% sure about, we will dispose of it immediately. Mm, Like this. Mm. Call now. Okay. Oh, I hate Tootsie Rolls. Well, no need to open them. They look fine to me. This Halloween, dress like a Muppet Minx with a Sesame Streetwalker costume. In a Sesame Streetwalker costume, you can be a bodacious big bird. Check out my two big beaks, baby. (laughs) Or a naughty cookie monster. Me want your cookie. (laughs) Even a red-hot sexy Elmo. Ooh, tickle me, baby. Please. Coming soon, promiscuous Prairie Dawn and trashy Oscar the Dominatrix Grouch. Get in the garbage can, slave! Get your Sesame Streetwalker costume today. Brought to you by the letters S, L, U, and T. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Dresses Up at Work for Halloween. Mr. Dresses Up at Work for Halloween. Dressing up for Halloween was fun when we were kids. However, it seems a bit inappropriate for the Vice President of Human Resources to be wearing a purple pimp costume. But really kind of act 
Do you think Mr. Dresses Up at Work for Halloween that the entire accounting department should wear Spice Girl outfits? That is, the all-male accounting department? A new meaning of scary spice. A loan officer shouldn't look like a pirate. Avast! Ye have bad credit! Arr. So when you see Frankenstein at the fax machine, the werewolf at the water cooler, or the phantom of the photocopier, don't be afraid... It's just the ghoul of the cubicle. Mr. Dresses Up at Work for Halloween. A real American hero. Mr. Dresses Up at Work for Halloween. Did you put a cover sheet on your TPS report? You have now entered the zone. And now, back to Tim McCoy. In the zone. I, I was saying, as you're a lawyer, it might be within your best interest to just let him go. Okay. Tim McCoy, episode 607. You're in the zone, Colonel Scary. We just got done with the Colonel. Now it starts to get scary. Yeah. Uh... Oh, I wanted to tell you that uh, my lawyer, Clara Sheep... Um, is really good. Um, she's won one out of her one cases, so wow. she's one hundred percent. Yeah, I kick ass, punk. <laughs> You're a punk. I, I wanted to say to all my friends, hi. Good <laughs> God, Clara. Well, I'm only four. What do you want? <laughs> And you're my lawyer? I'm a damn good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. It is scary. Thank you, um, Adam S. Baldwin, for showing up. And I'd like to say uh, congratulations to your brother, Alec Baldwin, who did a real good job on Saturday Night Live. Man, that, ha- that guy has more talent than his six other brothers. I'm telling you, the man kicks ass. Good job on SNL. Ugh. Hey, it's time for the Onion Radio News, kids. It's the Onion Radio News. A guy is just totally smoking weed on the street. This is Doyle Redland reporting. University of Wisconsin graduate student Danny Lindner reported today that he was absolutely shocked to see a guy just totally smoking pot right out in the open on the street in front of everyone. Lindner had this to say. This dude was like just walking down the sidewalk, puffing on a joint right out in the open. I could totally smell it, man. It was so awesome. Sources report that Lindner went on for several hours about how casual the guy appeared to be and that it was broad daylight and everything. Beatrice Berceau, the planet's last literate person, died last night at the age of 98 in Lyon, France, marking the end of an era. During her long life, Berceau was widely renowned the world over for her remarkable ability to decipher coded inscriptions of symbols printed on paper. Berceau's granddaughter, Lisa Hamilton. She even sent us a card every week. I never had any idea what all those shapes drawn on them were supposed to mean. 
but the fronts of the cards always had really pretty pictures of France. Following Berceau's death, the New York publishing industry has announced the closing of its last print-based publisher, which for over 40 years specialized in books that Beatrice Berceau might enjoy. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company project manager and narcissist Brian Knowles undressed himself with his eyes today while his secretary Sandra Hutchins delivered the day's agenda. The six-foot-two-inch, 185-pound Knowles, who has been deeply infatuated with himself for some time, had this to say. The entire time Sandra was talking, I was imagining my clothing coming off piece by piece. I thought I was going to lose it when I yawned and stretched so seductively. It's a miracle I get any work done running around in that tasty Armani suit all day. Knowles added that he's so asking for it. Responding quickly to a sudden overabundance of low-cost beef, McDonald's unveiled the new five-patty McCrazy Burger today. Marketing director Melanie Haas showed off the new menu item to reporters at McDonald's Oak Brook, Illinois headquarters. You'll go crazy from the delicious taste of 100% pure beef and not from bovine spongiform encephalopathy. Haas declined to comment on the exact geographic origin of the cattle used in the new sandwich. U.S. citizens have been asked to return 3.5 million boxes of defective snuggle dryer sheets after numerous reports of laundry loads turning out to be dangerously snuggly. Health and Human Services Director Tommy Thompson. We are asking citizens to return unopened boxes of this product. If you have a partially used box of these dryer sheets, we request that you burn them immediately. Health officials became alarmed after several dozen people were discovered huddled in the corner of an Alabama laundromat violently fondling bath towels. Doyle Redland for The Onion Radio News, online at theonion.com. No, just go right up to his face and say, You're a punk! Punk! You're a punk! I'm leaving! Good Lord. Clara, I've never seen you so pissed off before. Well, it's a bottle, and what do you want? Okay, okay, knock it off. My lawyer doing something illegal like that. Wow. You can actually get us some attention. Do you know that? Like, 11 million people aren't paying attention to this. And maybe the 3 million that tuned in to hear the interview wanted to hear a longer one. Hey, this is Tim McCoy, episode 607. This is The Zone. Colonel Scary. Like I said, the Colonel is gone now, and now it's time to get scary. <laughs> Back to some more music. And we're going to start this set off with a little screaming Jay Hawkins. Oh, I put a spell on you too, baby. Put a spell on you. Because of mine. Hey. Stop the things you do.
never, never be untrue. You'll 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 never, never be untrue. This is the zone. John Stewart! Oh my god! Oh my god! John Stewart! I'm in the zone. It's great to be a mortician. The most agreeable people you meet. A cadaver sort of beautician whose techniques are awfully unique. You see, we start by making incisions so that bodily fluids can flow. And when this procedure is finished, on to the next step we must go. We then embalm the body to keep it from smelling bad. We break a bone, maybe two, to get some clothes on you. Add a smile so you don't look sad. Your friends will say, it's a marvel. They never saw you look so good. Now then it's off to the family plot so you can begin to rot in your own neighborhood. <laughs> good afternoon, Mrs. Jones. Looking for something special for some close. Very close. Oh. I've got just a thing. Now listen carefully. Please try our gift. Certificate to give to an ailing friend. Although it seems strange, a wait to prearrange. It's the hottest trend. If you don't like your casket after using it a year or more. We'll cheerfully buy it back, put it on our discount rack here in the back of our store. It's great to be a mortician. I love it.
Right here in the zone, in this Halloween special uh, of the zone. I'm just letting you know that um, October 31st, on Halloween Day, um, Dr. Head is going to be hosting a Halloween special on WTFR. All the information's online at WTFR. But it's an Alice Cooper Halloween special. It's a Weird Al Halloween special. It is a Wolfman Jack Halloween special. And, of course, this show will be playing in that Halloween special, all hosted by Dr. Head. Oh, how exciting. On uh, Halloween Day, starting at noon to midnight on Halloween Day. I think you're going to enjoy that. Yes. What did we hear before that, Joan? Before that, we heard Harry Patacchio. It's great to be a mortician. Awesome. The Johnny Otis Show sang, performed, cast in my spell. Yeah. Dr. Elmo wanted to know what scares you, and at the beginning of the set we had screaming, Jay Hawkins, I put a spell on you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry I ran out in a huff. But I'm easily offended by punks. <laughs> You're in I the love, wrong business, dear. <laughs> I, I love punks, though. I mean, if there's a difference between good punks and bad punks. Punks always welcome? Yeah, punks always welcome. A good punk is somebody who doesn't hurt anybody or anything, but gets his point across and stomps his foot and not takes shit no more. And then the bad punks are the people that make the regular punks pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, Clara. And speaking of that, I'd like you to go to www.ppltv.net, and you can check out everything about WTFR, The Zone, other things we have going on there, as well as check out Tim's blog. Um, Every now and then, I will just put things that... um, you know, that I want to talk about how I feel about life online. And this particular time, it's about bullies. It's about three particular bullies that I'm dealing with in life right now. And bullying should be stopped. And I'm all on board of that crap. Oh, yeah. You know, and I th- feel it's time to people stand up and call these bastards out. That way other people can avoid them. Yeah. That's what it's about. Hey, the stock market. Boy, is it going down <laughs> like a ton of bricks. I'm telling you, man, every time we turn around, it's another 300 point, 600 point, 1,000 point drop. And that's scary. Yeah, it really is scary. And I have a feeling it's going to happen again. And the, uh, and the thing is, is, is people with money are going to be hurting this time. Because, you know, the poor, we're fucked. And we can't get fucked any more than... Yeah, right. We're, you know, we're here already. Because when the stock market crashes and the rich people start losing the money, they're going to want to take it from us. And then there's going to be a revolution. That's what it's going to be. Maybe but anyway, we could get a whole bunch of feathers so they can have a soft landing. Yeah, you know, get down on we that. We should be nice to them when yeah. they arrive. And so uh, I wrote... I, uh, it was a Halloween time, so I thought I'd uh, do a Halloween song about the, the stock market, the new market crash. You want to hear it? Here it is. Yeah. I was watching television late one night when an economy expert gave his deep insight. He said the market will improve and begin to rise when suddenly, to my surprise, I saw it crash. 
I saw the market crash. Those investments were trashed. It hit bottom in a flash. I saw the market crash. That economic expert had seemed very wise with his facts and figures in optimistic guise. So it was rather scary, to say the least, to see old blue stocks become deceased. I saw it crash. I saw the market crash. The market crash. Investment losses were vast. It's a crash. Let's hope the crash doesn't last. It's a crash. I saw the market crash. There's more to music than categories and labels. Everything plays here. This is this the station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. You're too old for costumes, but too young to resist free candy. So you don a hooded sweatshirt, grab an empty pillowcase, and start ringing doorbells at 9.30 p.m. And you don't even say trick or treat. You've got us by the short hairs, Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. Because if you don't get a Snickers bar, we'll get a dozen eggs smashed against our final siding. And you're a little extortionist. And don't even think about smashing our pumpkins. Where do you? So the next time you're power-washing pumpkin pieces off your car because you said no to four pimply thugs in street clothes, raise your hose and salute to Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener, a real American hero. Mr. Costumeless Teenage Halloweener. Winning. Betsy Goldwyn is a real Geico customer, not a paid celebrity. So to help tell her story, we hired an actual Halloween celebrity, Freddy Krueger. I got into an accident when I pulled onto Elm Street. Every town has an Elm Street. (laughs) It would have been a nightmare if it weren't for Geico. Thank God. This is God. Geico was so helpful, I recommended them to my boyfriend. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. (laughs) Geico. Real service, real savings, real insane Halloween. Wow, winning. is on their And welcome back to the Radio Shopping Club. I'm your host, David. It's Halloween time once again, and I know many of you will be going to the store and picking out a pumpkin and carving it with the family and then proudly displaying it outside only to have some punk kids grab it and smash it in the street. Frustrating? Of course it is. Punk. Well, don't be a victim. Introducing the RSC Vandalism Proof Pumpkin. You see this? This. Look at this. It looks like a regular pumpkin because it is. However, this pumpkin has a little secret. Using the latest in taser technology, this little gourd is wired up to 50,000 spooktacular volts. Wow, winning. Just try to pick it up. Go ahead. Ah! Oh, oh. It's almost completely debilitating. If someone tries to destroy this jack-o'-lantern, they'll get a jolt that will have them screaming, Don't taser me, bro! Instead of trick-or-treat. Ow. That's the RSC vandalism-proof pumpkin. Winning. The price is pretty shocking too. Call now. RSC. Wow, winning. This station presents real American heroes. Real American heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower. Mr. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower. 
Every year you make headlines for your easiest one, two, three hobby. One, acquire genetically altered seeds. Two, a high-tech irrigation system. And three, dumb luck. You're a big hit at the county fair. Why don't you grow something that people can actually eat? It's a thousand-pound porch decoration. So the next time you see a photo of someone posing on a flatbed truck at risk of being crushed by a gargantuan gourd, don't think of it as a waste of time. Think of it as a brush with greatness with Mr. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower, a real American Mr. hero. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower. I'd like to meet the little vandal who could smash that pumpkin. You have now entered the zone. Tim McCoy. Wow, winning. In the soul. Winning. Ah, yes, dear friends, it's Halloween. Time to get out your wings and hollow them. Ooh, yeah. Welcome back to The Zone, episode 607. It is Colonel Scary. The colonel has left the building and has left the chicken as well. And um, so this is Halloween time. It's Halloween music. It's Halloween fun. It's Halloween stuff. And hey, about two months ago, Outback Steakhouse was having this big deal that um, even in the commercial, go now, we're giving one million steak dinners away. That's what they were doing. And I went out after my freaking steak dinner. And you just don't win a steak dinner. You have to sign up and all this other stuff. And, you know, if you get it on time, you'll win. And they just don't say, send you uh, meat through the mail. No. That's no, not no. how it works. They send it you a, a dinner, little... not just a slab of meat. Yeah, it was a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Not just like a, a, yeah, not just a slab of meat. And so I finally got my card. It's like a, you just, you know, it's like a token. And on the back, it says, if it's scratched off, then it's not any good. It has to be scratched off at the table. And this is what's really weird. If it's scratched off and it says, this is not a valid ticket, then we're fucked, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, trick or treat. So, technically, as far as my steak, as far as my steak goes... Duh. Winning steak is done. That's right. Winning steak is done. Again, again. Uh, winning steak is done. There you, <laughs> you know, Charlie. You know, um, I see saw your replacement on um, yeah. uh, Two and a Half Men, and Ashton Kutcher kicks ass. <laughs> Very I'm well sorry, done. dude. You were one thing; he is another. Yeah. This is a totally different animal, and it is totally winning, man. It is totally winning. Wow, winning. Yeah, winning. <laughs> winning. And so, but you know. Um, you know, you come out and you said it was just a big deal and everything, and you lost your job over it, and you would have fired yourself, and you know, and I thought that was pretty cool, uh, you know, that you would take responsibility for it at least. We just win. That's right. You just <laughs> win, just no matter win. what you do. You just win. Like I'd love to have a salad with that steak, though. Looks like a tomato winning salad to me. <laughs> yeah, along with the steak, right? Duh, winning steak is done. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> 
It is the top of the hour, so if you've noticed, two minutes past the hour has gone by, and I've rambled on enough. <laughs> this is Halloween. Are you enjoying yourself, Joan? I am having a great time. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, this is a, this is a cool episode here. Uh, there was, you know, um, a lot of people, including uh, people on Facebook and Twitter, including my lawyer. Yeah! <laughs> that was pretty afraid about what the hell I would do in this episode. Uh-huh. Hey, believe me, my company has rain on my ass. I have a good lawyer. I have a good backup team. I have great representation. You know, and just like I tell everybody, if you're going to talk to me, yeah, and you make sure your PR guy gets a hold of me. Because if you do it on your own, you're really asking for trouble. Just like Al Cooper does here. Oh, yeah. You know, he's got a Frankenstein. He was Frankenstein in one episode. And now he's Frankenstein in another episode, in another section here. Oh, yeah. He's got a, he's got a monster that needs fed. Mm-hmm.
wrong with you? Punks. Punks. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Hello, I'm Weird Al Yankovic in the zone. Thanks, Al. One, two, three, four. Punks. <laughs> Holy crap, this is mind-blowing. Are you my real grandparents? Pretty <laughs> fucking cool, huh? Pretty fucking cool, huh? place in the New York Cemetery. I'm Peyton. And this is The Zone. They said it couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. But now at last, I've created the Frankenstein monster. Tiger blood. Thomas <laughs> DNA. This is no. Booger blood. Frankenstein monster has escaped. Don't try to hide. I'm very pleased. We're here in Washington at a special meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, the president. Hello, baby. Mr. President, what happens if the monster cannot be stopped? Problems, problems, problems all day long. Army radar has picked up the monster, heading toward Philadelphia. Oh, 
Brooke Van Eastbrook reporting. We're now here in Philadelphia, where the entire U.S. Army is awaiting the battle of the century. We spotted the monster coming this way. It's Frankenstein. Just call my name. The Army has opened fire on the monster. But he still keeps coming. Hold your fire. Dr. Frankenstein's chief assistant is stepping forward. He's he's trying to speak to the monster. You remember me, but I remember you. The monster is attacking him. All efforts to stop Frankenstein have failed. There is only one hope left. I, Count Dracula, will speak to the monster in the only language he understands. Come prima, più di prima, damero. It's no use. Nothing can stop the monster. He's heading into the local television studio. Frankenstein is dancing on bandstand. Wow, winning. It looks like all the monster wanted to do was dance with the teenagers. Oh, baby, that's what I like! Of course, the story you've just heard, well... Wow. And then what? What's the cure? Medicine? Make me like them? Not gonna happen. John Stewart! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! John Stewart! I'm in the zone. creatures that I will meet on this night. Ghosts and goblins and witches roaming the streets in moonlight. Boom. Bowls of candy and goodies, delicious and waiting in store. Be afraid. The sound of cute little footsteps as they approach my front door, letting the children inside to drink beers, razor blades hidden in three musketeers, screams from the basement of kids begging to be set free, that's what Halloween means to me. All things beautiful. that are holding their little heads so tight be afraid putting my lips to their ears as I whisper please don't fight back off with your judgment I promise I'll let you go home if you swear not to tell a soul well I'll just untie these I'm kidding now where is my chainsaw let's rock and roll a pinch of your brother, a teaspoon of you With the head of your sister would make a good stew i give you a taste, but your tongue's in the stew Irony, that's what Halloween means to me Smell it Drink Goodbye. a treat, smell my feet Give me something good to eat 
I have a disease, both, but I cured it with my brain. Chuck E. Cheese Ball. Time time, 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 time,
What does that smell like? Dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh a lot of it in here. God. Good Lord have mercy. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty long set. That was 17 minutes wow. for that set. Yeah. That I bet was, they thought we died. That was a, a band <laughs> called Damien uh, doing the time warp. And I didn't want to play the traditional one. I figured I could have all you people listen to that and go, wow. Dog shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did we hear before that, Joe? Stephen Lynch doing Halloween. Yeah. Ooh. And before that. That was uh, Buchanan and Goodman with the Frankenstein of 59. 59. Yes. And then my favorite of the whole set, Rockapella singing Zombie Jamboree. This uh, was the live recording. The live one. This is rare. Is that an oxymoron, a yeah. live recording? Live <laughs> it was recorded live. Recorded live. Yeah. There we go. It's, it's not, it can't be a live recording <laughs> unless they're doing so while it's live. Anyway, uh, while they're recording, yeah. and, but we started it all off with Alice Cooper, Feed My Frankenstein. And you could feed my Frankenstein too. Send us Ooh. some email. Send it to thezone at ppltv.net. That's thezone, T H E Z O N E. Yes. At ppltv.net. For those of you in England. There you go. And uh, if it's a request, if it's a hello, how you doing, or whatnot, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty good, good, good there. Jeez. Oh, We're going to take a little break. I have to you know, do a pee. And, uh, <laughs> and then later... We harvested the peas that's yesterday, right. sweetie. Uh, huh? We harvested the... Sh- the ah. <laughs> we harvested... <Dog> <laughs> I'm out of here. And categories and labels. Everything plays here. This is the This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer. Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer. We know how you longingly look in your wife's closet when she's away at her mother's, wondering to yourself how a slinky silk cocktail dress would feel against your manly skin. You've killed two birds with one stone, Mr. Crossdressing Halloween Costume Wearer, creating a party costume and satisfying your deepest desires. Control top pantyhose sure does the trick. So this Halloween, when you see Ed from Shipping in a wig, makeup, and a sequined evening gown, make sure to catcall and compliment Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer, a real American hero. Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer. Just sit back and enjoy the show. All those shoes are the dark. Hey, let's try this mansion with all the photographers around it. Trick or treat. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. Are y'all my youngest? No, we're here trick-or-treating, Brittany. Oh, I'm sorry, kids. I ain't got no candy. You want a copy of my new CD instead? Um, no thanks. What, what, you sure? Nah, keep it. We're all set. And welcome back to the Radio Shopping Club. I'm your host, David. It's Halloween time once again, and I know many of you will be going to the store and picking out a pumpkin and carving it with the family. And then proudly displaying it outside, only to have some punk kids grab it and smash it in the street. Frustrating? Of course it is. Well, don't be a victim. Introducing the RSC Vandalism Proof Pumpkin. You see this? This. Look at this. It looks like a regular pumpkin. Because it is. However, this pumpkin 
has a little secret. Using the latest in taser technology, this little gourd is wired up to 50,000 spooktacular volts. Just try to pick it up. Go ahead. It's almost completely debilitating. If someone tries to destroy this jack-o'-lantern, they'll get a jolt that will have them screaming, Don't taser me, bro! Instead of trick-or-treat. Ow! That's the RSC vandalism-proof pumpkin. The price is pretty shocking, too. Call now. Want to spend your Halloween in the scariest house? Really, dude? Really? (gasps) What was that? You didn't pay your mortgage. Get out! Get out! (laughs) The haunted foreclosed house. You thought you'd flip it and make a killing. Now it's killing you! No, it's repossessed. <laughs> the haunted foreclosed house because the market is murder. <laughs> this station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower. Mr. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower. Every year you make headlines for your easiest one, two, three hobby. One, acquire genetically altered seeds. Two, a high-tech irrigation system. And three, dumb luck. You're a big hit at the county fair. Why don't you grow something that people can actually eat? It's a thousand-pound porch decoration. So the next time you see a photo of someone posing on a flatbed truck at risk of being crushed by a gargantuan gourd, don't think of it as a waste of time. Think of it as a brush with greatness with Mr. Gigantic Pumpkin Grower, a real American hero. I'd like to meet the little vandal who could smash that pumpkin. You have now entered the zone. Tim McCoy in the soul. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I was hitting all the buttons and uh, accidentally hit that one commercial twice. You know, I could fire you for that stuff. No, you can't. Tim McCoy here back in the zone, episode 607. Uh, This is Colonel Scary. And uh, sorry about the commercial break there. The winning cliff. Anyway, um, yeah, Halloween stuff. Oh, you know, check out the website. We got all kinds of stuff going on. We have a Halloween show, uh, WTFR, which is the the uh, the the mother ship of uh, this <laughs> network, um, is airing all day on Halloween Day. Halloween style stuff with Weird Al Yankovic, Wolfman Jack. Um, oh, and, and it goes on and on and Alice Cooper. Yeah. Uh-huh. All coming in to do specials on our network. I think it's going to be cool, huh? It's all, yeah. yeah Doctor Head hosted by Doctor Head. Yeah, all day. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be punks. Yeah, punk free. <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy that. And then you know uh, uh, that's Halloween Day. These are easy days to remember, kids. And then uh, join us on uh, at 
WTFR on 11-11-11 for Nigel Tufnell's Day. What time does it start? At 11-11. And what time does it end? A.M. 11-11 p.m. Oh, my gosh. 11-11-11-11-11. All day, Spinal Tap music and our salute to Nigel Tufnell. Uh, Tufnell, sorry. (laughs) He's a tough man because he'll kick your ass. Oh, yeah, he will. And a very special interview with Christopher Guest. That's right, kids. Live. It's going to happen on 11-11-11. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to start at 11-11. The interview is probably going to be after 11-11 on 11-11-11. But uh, it's going to be on 11-11-11 at 11-11 a.m. And somewhere between that and 11-11 p.m. We'll play it numerous times. We'll record it when it happens, and then we'll stick it back into the show periodically so you can hear an interview. Ten-minute ten little interview I think you'll enjoy. Oh, trick or trout, says the kid with uh, who is dyslexic. A pony named Steve. A pony named Steve? Pretty fucking cool, huh? Yeah, it is, man. Uh, Did you say that was pretty fucking cool? Read my lips. Your mother Hubbard fucking a pinata. Jeez, you're a punk. Punks? No, you're a punk. Go poof. Poof, you're a gadfly. Oh, a gadfly? You're a pussy. Pussy. No, you're a pussy. I'm going to pick a fight with you, you bitch. You picked a fight with a warlock. Oh, crap, we got to go. Tim McCoy here in the zoom. Wait a minute. Yeah. I was going to run out, but Alice Cooper decided to come in. Welcome to my fucking nightmare. Quiet moments. Does it rhyme? Rhymes with winning. And what do you want to do more? Score. I think you're gonna
Shaking in the city It looks like a purple people eater to me It was a one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater One-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater A one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater Sure looks strange to me Well, he came down to earth and he lit in the tree I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me I heard him say in a voice so gruff It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. One I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? He said, eating purple people and it sure is fine. But that's not the reason that I came to land. I want to get a job 
in a rock and roll band. Well, bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater, pigeon toed undercoat, flying purple people eater. We wear short shorts, friendly little people eater. What a sight to see! And then he swung from the tree and he lit on the ground and he started to rock, really rocking around. It was a crazy ditty with a swinging tune. Sing a bop, bop, a boop, a lap, a loom, bam, boom. Hey, bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater, pigeon toad undercoat, flying purple people eater. I like short shorts, flying purple people eater. What a sight to see. Purple people. Well, he went on his way and then nobody you know. I saw him last night on a TV show. He was blowing it out, really knocking him dead. Playing rock and roll music through the horn in his head. Everybody, this is Zachary Levi. Hey, this is Joshua Gomez, and you are listening to I'm a mummy. I scare people. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. I'm a mummy. <laughs> I was born 1,959 years ago. My daddy was a mummy, too. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. I'm a mummy. <laughs> I don't try to scare people. I really came back to life to buy a copy of Cookie Cookie, Lend Me Your Comb. But people run from me. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. I'm a mummy. I wish there was somebody somewhere who wasn't afraid of me. Oh well, watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. I'm a mummy. That's cool. I'm a mummy. You mean you're a mother. No, I'm a mummy. I'm a beatnik. People are afraid of me. Yeah, I'm hip. I was born 1,959 years ago. Oh, yeah? Like, that's a long gig. Where can I buy a copy of Cookie Cookie? Lend me your gold. Oh, man, I don't dig that jazz. You know, Brubeck sharing modern jazz quartet. I'm a mummy. Man, you got a warped groove. Aren't you afraid of me? Aren't you gonna scream? Oh, yeah. Like, help. So. Playing all the music you want to hear. Not what some guy in a suit thinks you want to hear. The Zone. Mysterious and spooky They're all together ooky The Adams Family The house is a museum When people come to see them They really are a scream The Adams Family Neat Sweet 
petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on. We're gonna pay a call on the Adams family. Sound innocent enough, but then why is it whispering and saying things that are obviously code like go to the laundry and pick up my shorts? It's a vacuum cleaner, it doesn't wear shorts, but it does have a secret hidden room full of instruments of torture from ancient times that were stolen from a little known Idaho museum. And on the wall in the secret room is a picture of actor Anthony Hopkins taken from the movie Silence of the Lambs, the one where he wears. The scary mask And next to the picture of Anthony Hopkins Is a picture of the vacuum cleaner In the same scary mask But a smaller version It's cute in a way But in other ways, no And also on the walls Are some scribbled words Incoherent paranoid rants Written in a language called vacuum ease Derived from French And the operating manual Of a 1972 Electrolux And what is written on those walls In the language, no Known as vacuumy, sends icy chills up my little cat's spine and makes it toss and turn at night. But the thing about the vacuum cleaner that scares my cat the very most that makes it wait in a cold, cold sweat and haunts its days and haunts its nights and makes it jump at the slightest noise is the way it goes. Vroom, 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 vroom. salad and uh it was not more than a couple of weeks ago i had a power salad yeah it, it came with uh, um one of those cherry tomatoes and spinach instead of lettuce and a chainsaw mm, that was good <laughs> power salad my cat is afraid of the vacuum cleaner in the way it goes vroom 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 what was before that joan oh before that was vic mizzy and the uh theme song main title for uh the uh, adams family and before that was bobby and bob singing about the mummy Mummy and uh, oh, the Mummy. Oh, I I didn't know it was about Bob Bill Mummy. I yeah, thought it was about, about the Mummy. Bill, Bill Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Mummy. Yeah. The, the Mummy. <laughs> warning! Warning! And uh, before that uh, was Sheb Woolley with the Purple People. No, here. Sheb Woolley. <laughs> Go ahead. And uh, we started the set with Alice Cooper. Welcome to my nightmare. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> you know, it's a joy, really, to come on here and do the zone. Now we're we're over six point seventh uh, year. Uh-huh. Six point seventh year. Seventh year. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> it's I'll always it right. wrong on the website. <laughs> PPLTV.net. Check out the zone with Tim McCoy, and you will see it. It's, it'll say at this point when this is posted the six point seventh. Here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> we uh, make up funny stuff. Yes. Hey, coming up next month. you do. It is the Vember of the Nov. That's right. It's <laughs> November with novelty songs we'll be playing for Are you. Are you going to have any Navi um, guests? We, we know, might. Very 12 we, foot tall blue. We people? might have Navi in here. Yeah, speaking cool. all their Navish stuff. <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, it is a uh, turkey day uh, in that month, or I'd like to call it Turkey Month. We're <laughs> yes. going to be having a, a very long discussion with uh, our main sponsor that we never say, which is Turkey King, um, 1621 Southeast Highwater Street, right here in beautiful Minnesota. Hope you enjoy that. And uh, the topic is going to be food. That's right, our annual food. We didn't do food last year. We're going to do food this year. So you're going to enjoy food. And we're going to have food-related songs and things about food. We're even going to have make some food, and we're going to be eating food while we'll be talking about and listening to food. Ooh, yeah, this broccoli, is so exciting. Broccoli Head has a lot oh, to say. I'll bet they do. Back in my college days, the band Broccoli Head going to be making special guest appearance on the show as well. Oh, I think you're going to love that music. That yeah. was that was shroom-induced. <laughs> shroom-induced. That's why it's food in the next episode. <laughs> of course. Episode 60-what? 608. Eight. Get it? I ate food. Oh, oh, so oh. 608. Oh, yeah. Eight food. I get it now. Yay. Episode 608, which is our sixth year, <laughs> eighth, eighth, eighth episode. Eighth. Eighth. <laughs> Not eighth. Hey, uh, we're going to be going into break here, but first, you know, it's Trick or Trout, and I'm dyslexic, and all the kids be wearing fashionable, scary masks this year, like Justin Belieber <laughs> and a Kardashian, and another Kardashian, and their Kardashians, but they're all going to be, like, their rear ends, so everyone's <laughs> coming as an ass Kardashian, a big picture of an ass on their face, <laughs> being a Kardashian. And I don't know why you want to be like that, people. That, that scares me right there. I want to be this whore on television that's known for not doing anything but, you know, selling my ass. Yeah, but Clara, I'll be Clara, what the hell you do? I'm the lawyer. I get to say what I want, punk. Oh, goodness. Anyway, I was going to say, I got a song about the brand new Hillary mask. Everyone, I want to hear it. Everyone wants to... <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, Everyone wants to be like the uh, our state attorney general. Our state attorney general, Hillary Clinton. Uh, Hi- Hillary Clinton is no, the Clinton. secretary of Oh Clinton. Clinton. Oh, it's the sorry. robot. It's the oh. robot Clinton. Oh. Anyway, I got a song about it. Want to hear it? <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Here it is. Where? I was answering the door one Halloween night when my eyes beheld a frightening sight. A girl in a pantsuit saying trick or treat. I looked at her and began to shriek. She wore a mask. She wore a Hillary mask. A Hillary mask. I nearly soiled my pants. Because of the mask. I ran away fast. She wore a mask. She wore a Hillary mask. The Giuliani mask is a snore. And Obama is quite a bore. The scariest mask around is of the New York Senator. A spooky mask. A spooky Hillary mask. A Hillary mask. Scarier than her laugh. A Hillary mask. Will make you soil your pants. A creepy mask. A creepy Hillary mask. She wore a mask. She wore a Hillary mask. There's more to music than categories and labels. Everything plays here. This is the Zone. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer. Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer. 
We know how you longingly look in your wife's closet when she's away at her mother's, wondering to yourself how a slinky silk cocktail dress would feel against your manly skin. You've killed two birds with one stone, Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer, creating a party costume and satisfying your deepest desires. Control top pantyhose sure does the trick. So this Halloween, when you see Ed from Shipping in a wig, makeup, and a sequined evening gown, make sure to catcall and compliment Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer, a real American hero. Mr. Cross-Dressing Halloween Costume Wearer. All those shoes are This Halloween, Frankenstein, Dracula, and the Wolfman battle for supremacy on the dance floor. It's Dancing with a Monster. I'm sorry, Frankenstein, but you're lumbering around the stage like you're half dead. Oh, Len, what are you talking about? He's alive! He's alive! Yes, things that go bump in the night are now doing the bump on Dancing with a Monster. So, Dracula, you have to be a little disappointed in your scores. We worked very hard, Tom, but I had trouble with the lifts. Well, it's been hard for us <laughs> since we only practice at night. Dancing with the Monsters. Wolfman, it was an excellent performance, but I'm taking points off for devouring your partner. Don't miss Dancing with the Monsters this Halloween, right after last This Halloween, be the trashiest trick or treater around, thanks to Hallow Ho Costumes. Boo, baby. <laughs> Hallow Ho Costumes has all your naughty favorites, like Naughty Nurse, Officer Naughty, and Naughty Pirate. Arr. <laughs> Plus, Hallow Ho has new naughty numbers like Naughty Lunch Lady, Naughty Illegal Immigrant, and Naughty Proctologist. You might feel a slight discomfort. <laughs> There's also Naughty Mother Teresa, Naughty Walmart Greeter, and Naughty Amoeba. I'm a single cell of scary sexiness. <laughs> it's all at Hallow Ho Costumes, serving spooky sluts for over 17 years. <laughs> This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Healthy Halloween Treat Giver. Mr. Healthy Halloween Treat Giver. The kids are in costume, and you dress yourself up as a self-appointed nutritional know-it-all, giving little goblins all-natural granola bars as tasty treats. What part of the word treat don't you understand? Ooh, yippee. Organic baby carrots. Yum. Well, at least they're fun-sized. Yeah. So on Halloween night, when you see a teepeed house where the lawn is a monster mash minefield of discarded dried fruit, soy chips, and tofu taffy, you'll know. It's the home of Mr. Healthy Halloween Treat Giver, a real American Mr. hero. Mr. Healthy Halloween Treat Giver. Worried about cavities? Worry about the cavity in your You have now... Enter the zone. And now, back to Tim McCoy in the zone. I did not hit the button. I, I didn't. I didn't touch it this time. Well, Cliff, we repeated that commercial. Matter of fact, it was a couple commercials that repeated twice. 
It wasn't my fault. I keep on hearing voices like some scary evil Adam Baldwin around here or something trying to get even with me. Cliff, you have to understand there is no evil Adam Baldwin. He'll sue you if you call him evil. Yeah, I told you, Cliff. If you start yelling shit about Adam Baldwin, he's gonna fuck your ass up. Okay. I swear to God now, my copy of Chuck on DVD, season four, just vanished in front of my eyes. He won't even let me allow to watch Chuck anymore. And uh, my copy of Independence Day got missing too. And, And the next, oh, look at that. Shit. That CSI episode disappeared as well, right off my hard drive. Son of a bitch. Punk. Okay, stop it. Jesus, episode 607. This is The Zone. Colonel Scary. <sighs> I don't know. This The weirdness in this show, there's such bizarreness that's happening in the show. I mean, you know, it's evil Adam Baldwin and um, a dead Charlie Sheen. Oh, wait, he's not dead. He's just not on his show anymore. No, oh, his just, career's co- dead. I no, get it, yeah. <laughs> you know what it's time for, Joan? Uh, uh, the, the, the Zone Top 3? Exactly. <laughs> the Zone Top 3. It's time for the Zone, zone, zone. with Tim McCoy. <laughs> top <laughs> three. Three. Three.
busy as hell And we'll put this thing to bed When I bash your head open All we want to do is eat your brains We're not unreasonable I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes Maybe we should compromise Open up the doors We'll all come inside and eat your brains It's time for number one This is it, here it comes, number My monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom at the vampire's feast The ghouls all came from their humble to get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun In a shoot The party had just begun In a shoot The guests included and his son The scene was rocky All were digging the sounds Igor on chains Backed by his baying hounds The coffin bangers Were about to arrive With their vocal group The Crypt Kicker Five They played the match They played the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash They played the match It caught on in a flag They played the match they played the monster match Out from his coffin Rack's voice did ring Seemed he was troubled by Just one thing Opened the lid and shook his fist And said Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist It's now the match It's now the monster match The monster match And it's a graveyard smash It's now the match It's caught on and flash It's now the match It's now the monster match now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band And my monster mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is said Then you can mash Then you can monster mash The monster mash And you, my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash Then you can monster mash Tim, I'm not kidding. There's nothing left in here but a DVD copy of my bodyguard.
Well, apparently no one wants that either. Holy shit. You know, it does kind of smell like stale cigars and right-wing nutjob unsympathetic ideas in here. I knew I was going to fuck up that line. (laughs) Bobby Boris Pickett. Keep picking it, it won't get better. That's right. And the Crypt Kicker 5. Crypt Kicker 5. What else did we hear before that? (laughs) We heard Re Your Brains by Jonathan Colton. And started uh, number three uh, was uh, Weird Al Yankovic with uh, Nature Trail to Hell. Starring Adam Baldwin. <laughs> there you go. Number three, Weird Al. Number two, Jonathan Colton. And number one, Bobby Portis Pickett. Portis, Portis. Is it really Portis skin? Have you seen the skin? <laughs> Coming up next month on The Zone with Tim McCoy is me and my wife. And hopefully we will be Adam Baldwin free. It will be all about food, Thanksgiving. I think you'll really dig the Thanksgiving food thing we have planned. Just remember, on Halloween Day, coming up, tune in to WTFR, 128K Stereo. Stereo. And you'll hear an all day of um, WTFR special presentations of Weird Al Yankovic um, and... Oh, Cliff says more things are missing. Oh, man. And, uh, let's see, so Widar Yankovic and... You know, I can't concentrate with you doing that, Cliff. I really can't. I know that's a sheet and you're under it, so don't fuck with me, dude. Okay. Anyway, a lot of good Halloween stuff. Wolfman Jack, uh, a repeat of uh, the Halloween episode you're hearing here, and a lot of other stuff's on Halloween. And then tune in November 11th on... That's 11-11-11, WTFR, 128K Stereo. November 11th, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 11, 11 a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. till 11, 11 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's uh, Central Time. Uh-huh. So it's, uh, what is it? Uh, whatever. 12, I'm 12. Yeah, just, just 12, check 11. out the freaking website and find out <laughs> when it's on. But it's a Nigel Tufnell day, and we're going to be playing all Spinal Tap. We're going to have a, a Pink Floyd thing. We're going to have a salute to the Beatles in, in uh, December. Uh, on December 8th, because of the death of John Lennon, we won't be celebrating his death, but uh, we'll, we'll be celebrating his life in the Beatles, and we're going to have Beatle Day on WTFR. A lot of stuff that we need you to write down, keep in your mind, on your iPads, or your even your Maxi iPads, and just you know keep a note of all the good stuff happening at ppltv.net. Go there and check out all the stuff we have. I think you're going to enjoy it. Like I said, next time, it's... Uh, it's Thanksgiving, and it's food. You know, you want it, and I want it. We all want it, love it, need it. And um, a, a big shout-out to Cleveland out there. Yay! To the spirit of the ghoul and Gulardi. I know you're living on this Halloween day. And you never know, on this whole Halloween thing, if you pay close attention to the Halloween show, kids, on TFR, you're going to hear a lot of stuff from the ghoul and Gulardi. That's right. A lot of the Cleveland stuff, Jonathan Potts. A lot of the... Up Simba. Up Simba! There you go. A lot of the Cleveland stuff. Next time we'll be celebrating Cleveland on Halloween on WTFR, hosted by uh, Dr. Head that day on Halloween. And Pitt Turpin's going to be hosting Nigel Tufnell Day 11. Just check out the website. Email thezone at ppltv.net. That's thezone at ppltv.net. Any uh, closing thoughts, Joan? Uh, no. Yeah? <laughs> I'm stumped. Check out the website. <laughs> Sorry. And check out Tim's blog. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, everyone mentioned in the blog, I hope you have a, hope you have a terrific Halloween.
you know what I mean. There you go. We're going to leave you now with uh, Frankenstein. Matter of fact, he's going to walk in. He's going to kick uh, the spirit of Adam Baldwin's ass and leave as we say, see you next time here in the zone. A little Edgar Winter group here for you. Take it home, Frankie.
we get out of this cheap joint? I will leave your planet now. For the present, my work here is finished. If I should return in the future, perhaps we will meet with a better understanding. You remain where you are till I have gone. Curse you, Adam! Goodbye, Cosmic Man.